Welcome back to another episode of Strike Thoughts. Peter, how you doing, bruv? Good, mate. How you doing? I'm good, man. Zooming it today, just uh, time, yeah. time constraints, let's call it. Uh, and uh, Throwback. Yeah, throwback yeah, to lockdown days. Corona, corona throwback and a little bit um, a day late or so as well because we're recording this on a Friday. But yeah, we've actually got two cards to to catch up on, Peter. We've got the uh, TJ Dillashaw versus Corey Sandhagen card. And then we've got the uh, the last card, which was um, Makachev um, against Moises. So I just want to start, first of all, with, with Dillashaw and, and Sandhagen and just uh, a couple of takeaways. Now, Again, fucking BT Sport. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but um, I put on the recording and it was just literally Sajara Eubanks was doing her post-fight interview. Was this was this the prelims? Yeah, I think I mixed. I think I missed most of the prelims because I was watching the boxing. Was that last week? When it? Yeah, I was watching the. I was watching the boxing and I flicked onto St. Gales and I was like, oh, maybe I'll just wait for like the main event. So I think I missed a few of the prelims anyway, but um, no worries. So this well, was, how many did it cut off? I don't know. I don't know. I'm oh. just going to, because so this was the, the Corey Sandhagen and uh, TJ Dillashaw one just at the prelims. So there was, so there was one I missed, which was Diana Balbeta against Hannah Goldie. Um, she won, but Diana Balbeta won by decision. And then Sajara Eubanks um, got a first round TKO um, over Elise Reed, which uh, again, yeah, missed it. So, I don't know, but Sajara Eubanks was basically in a position where she was calling out just everyone. She was just like, fucking ready to go. I'm ready to go, which was which, which I liked. Also, some further good fights on this card. We had Andre Yu against Julio, Ar- Julio Arce uh, in the bantamweight division. Big stoppage from Arce. Clipped him with a left hand, cracked him with a right, uh, and the ref come in and stopped that one. Mickey Gall also fought Pete. Did you see Mickey Gall uh, against Jordan no, Williams? I didn't. Who was he against, sorry? Jordan Williams. No, but I recognise that guy. Jordan Williams is... Is he a wrestler? Or is he like... That's why I looked at it. Yeah, Maybe I've got the wrong guy. He's the he's the like sort of mixed race dude. He's got like um, short dreads. He's got like a tattoo of like oh, a page on his uh, on his chest and stuff like that. Listen, oh. this was an unbelievable performance from Mickey Gall. People know Mickey Gall as you know um, more of like a. Um, more of uh, submissions, but he was piecing Jordan up on the feet really, really well, landed some big right hands, uh, dropped him, uh, dropped into a guillotine and then got his back and ended up choking him out. Really, really impressive from Mickey Gall. I suppose he's probably best well known for CM Punk, I guess. That's that's why as soon as as you mention his name now, it's almost like you fight someone like that and you're like a tarnish on your name. You're just a journeyman. No, no, I'm just saying, but like, it's almost like, oh, who can the UFC give CM Punk who's not like, not all that, but, or maybe he asked for it. I'm not sure. Hmm. I suppose it's a good way to elevate yourself fighting someone like CM Punk, but also it's like, yeah, you're fighting like a nobody. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a weird one, but you're right. I, I am a Mickey Gold fan and I know Mickey Gold mainly from that fight. So, yeah. But, but didn't then... he lose, did he lose to Diego Sanchez? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but yeah, I don't know. He, he, he was still young. He's still young and he looked really Yeah, yeah, no, of course. So, yeah. like, really, really good. Uh, we then had um, Imamov against Ian Heinish. Um, 
Imamov just looked absolutely amazing in this one, uh, busting up his eye. Ian was throwing some good leg kicks, but um, Imamov was just literally just picking him apart. Really, really good show from him. Then we had Brendan Allen um, against uh, Punel. Oh, this where I come in. Okay. Yeah, this where I come in. So Brendan Allen, um, I've recognised previously, and uh, he just looked uh, really, really good. Really, really good fight. I don't know if you remember this one, Pete. This was where DC was going a bit mad about the judging. Did you, do you remember this? Yeah, because that guy was just, he was almost like a Matinho the other week, wasn't he? He was just taking everything that Alan had, like the body kicks and stuff, I remember. Um, yeah, he was just getting lit up, but he just kept coming. I think he caught Alan in the last round, but with a big shot, and they were like, oh, fuck, like, he's still dangerous, he's still coming forward and that. But yeah, there was a few weird judging ones on this card. It, yeah, including the main event, which we'll come on to. Yeah. Um, in well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it was it was up for debate. So there was a few different um, there was a few different uh, ones that I saw in, in people talking about it, and uh, yeah, a, a few interesting comments about it. So we'll come on to that one. But yeah, no, Brendan Allen looked really, really good here. Gets the unanimous decision. Um, great fight. Both really, really tough. Uh, and Soriano was you know getting getting pieced up, but he was in the fight throughout the whole. So really, really impressive. Mm. Then we had the starting off the main card. We had Adrian Yanez against Randy Costa. Mate, this bantamweight division, bruv, it is fucking oh insane. That um, that was the kid that I thought that Yanis, I've recognised him, and I but but I wasn't hundred percent. And then when the fight started, I thought I'd got it wrong. I was like, no, that's not that guy. And then second round, I was like, oh no, that is that is that guy. It is the guy. Do you remember? I remember yeah, his last he's fight, got, you were talking him up, yeah. I said I said he's got, like, the best hands that I've seen in, like, not maybe not the UFC, but, like, in the bantamweight division. I was like, this guy's just pure boxing. And, like, once he got his range, you could see it. And, like, he'd be done well to get through the first round, to be honest. 100%. The first round, Randy was throwing that looping head kick. It was quality. Yeah. And, like, everything, every, every single time his jab was landing, he was just, like, bust his nose up. But that guy just sort of rode rode the storm, and then like you could tell he was getting tired in the second round, Costa. But definitely, all those all those high head kicks um, takes mm. it out of you. And round two, Yanis just came out like a fucking train, big jabs, <laughs> massive uppercut, great fight. But yeah, Yanis Yanis gets the stoppage, bruv. Yeah, you, I remember you talking him up actually. Yeah, really, really yeah, impressive from him. I don't know. I don't know if he's ranked yet or if he, or he should be. I think he's 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 a couple of fights away from a really big name, I think. So fair play mm. to him. DC was really, really, really talking him up as well. Um, all right. And then, Pete, we had um, one of the first um, sort of, well, not one of the first, but um, a, a decision which was a bit strange. We had Macy Barber against Miranda Maverick in the Bantamweight decision. Uh, Miranda, in my opinion, just looked a lot better. Macy finished strong um, this fight. Yeah. Um, but Miranda, I thought, looked really, really well. But Macy Barber gets the, the win by split decision. What, what were your thoughts on it? It was close. Yeah, that, I think that was no, I don't know. I think that was the worst one for me. I was like, I thought she lost the first two rounds, and then yeah, like come out strong in the third, but didn't really like. wasn't like domination. Do you know what I mean? It was like, I don't, I don't know. I, I thought, I thought Miranda like done more than enough first two rounds. Mm. I, I know it's like people agree. people say all this shit about like, oh yeah, but she finished the fight stronger, and the judges are looking at that. It's like I do wonder sometimes whether they put their scores down as they go in or whether they wait till the end and go hmm, I'm not too like do you know what I mean like yeah. surely if they've written down the first two rounds to Miranda then don't matter what happens in the third round absolutely like what if yeah it doesn't make any sense like if you get battered for the first two rounds 
And the geezer who's beating you up is so tired from beating you up that he gasses a little bit in the third round and you win the third round. Does that mean you won the fight? No, like it doesn't. But I don't even think she really, she slowed down a bit, but I don't think no. she was gassed. She was no. just, and she was still landing her own stuff as well. It was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Even the way, I don't like, fair play to her, but yeah, just the way like that Macy Barber celebrate, you're like, yeah, I'm lucky. And it's just like, no, you've got, you got done for like two rounds. You won one, so you yeah. lost the fight. <laughs> so yeah, exactly, like... exactly. And then she, they, they asked her like, I, I like it when I think Rogan kind of started this. Like all these post-fight interviews, like DC and Bisping and everyone, just that they've all copied Rogan's style, really. Um, and the first question they normally ask someone who they don't think has won is, "Do you think you did enough?" You know, do you yeah. think you did enough to win the fight there? And Macy was like, yeah, I thought I did enough. And obviously, I don't know. Like, what else is she expected to say? No, no. You know? Yeah, no, of course. Like, fucking D- DC, when he sat back down, though, he was like, I don't think she won that fight. But like, straight yeah. after the interview, he yeah. was like, no, not, not enough for me. She didn't, but like, fair play. She was like hugging her family. And now he's like, oh, that's nice to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm glad he said that as well. I'm glad as well. you got to keep it real. you got to keep it 100% real. Um. After this fight, Pete, was a fight that got me fucking gassed. Because me and you were watching this live, this card, and, and texting back and forth. Um, fucking Darren Elkins, mate. Absolute oh, yeah. beast, man. Um, Minna looked really good in the first round, gassing him, but he gassed himself out. I think he kept going for too many submissions attempts. But yeah. Elkins just ground him down, 37 years of age, and stops him. Mate, just, yeah, Elkins, bruv. Yeah, no, it's just, yeah, it's mad, isn't it? But he's like, it's almost like he should be like falling away. Like we look at someone like Tony Ferguson now and he just keeps, it's almost like he's getting, not, he's not, he's not done, but he's getting like worse and worse. Mm. And you've got Darren Elkins, I suppose that's the best style to have for a long career is just to be able to outlast someone, drag them down into deep waters and just fucking, yeah, he's just, Break he's spirit. a couple of times like, yeah, a couple of times I was I thought he was done, but in submissions, I was like, oh, yeah. he's going to tap, he's going to tap. And it's like, no, nothing happened. And then you could see Mina getting more tired. It was good. It was good. It was interesting for him to do that, Mina. But I thought he was more of a, I know he's, yeah. he can wrestle, but he was like, his striking's probably a bit better. So it's a bit weird that he kept going for like all the scrambles and stuff. Really strange. But listen, Elkins just absolutely ground it out. Really impressed from him. And he's well aware of where he is in his career. He knows he's not fucking, you know, going for the title shot. I know it's crazy at 37. Never know. He, never know. True, true. Yeah, should never say never. Yeah, it's true. Imagine. <laughs> he, he's fucking 37. The fact that he's still making 145 pounds even, bruv. Like, no. just in, in, incredible. So, yeah, love Darren Elkins and, and, and really, really impressed with him there. Then, Pete, we had um, probably your favourite fight um, of the evening. We had Kyla Phillips um, against Rowley and Piva. And uh, just give me your thoughts on this fight. Was this one maybe this one I thought was a bad decision as well? Yeah. Um, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, oh, because they're the two that I lost money on, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> that's correct. Yeah, that's it. The judges know, the judges know. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, no, it was uh, he's interesting, he's interesting because I remember when I first saw him, I was like, didn't really know him. I was like, Phillips, this is, guy? Yeah. he doesn't, doesn't, yeah, I was like, he doesn't really look all that for someone that they're bigging up so much. And then when you see him fight, it's like, I think his nick his nickname's the Matrix, isn't it? And it is just like weird. It's just he does weird stuff and but the other guy, like to be fair to him, I don't know how he was still standing, like the amount of times he got dropped and hit and 
dropped again. It's just like fucking hell. It's like you think you'd just go out, but I Crazy. suppose them guys, I suppose them jujitsu guys, when they go down, even if they're a bit blurry and they're a bit semi-conscious, they've still got that danger of like they could grab onto something. Mm. So you know what I mean? When Carla Phillips was trying to get on top of him, maybe finish the fight, it's like you got to be a bit wary. It's like jumping on top of Nate Diaz when he's a bit hazy or something. It's like you got to be careful when the legs don't come up. And it's, yeah. I think Carla Phillips maybe gassed himself out a little bit, but I thought we'd done enough first two rounds. I thought the other guy had done wicked in the third, but mm. um, yeah, I thought I thought he'd done enough. Yeah, it was a weird one. Phillips absolutely battered him in round one. It was almost stopped. Round two was a bit more back and forth. Both were landing really, really heavy. Round three was just nuts as well. It was definitely fight of the night for me. Um, mm. uh, you know, the the um, Yanis fight was really, really entertaining as well. But obviously that one got stopped in the second and, and this one went the full three. So definitely fight of the night for me. I thought mm. Phillips did enough as well. And then even after this fight, I think they maybe not after this fight, but maybe beforehand, the commentators made a comment about if I'm in the back, I'm telling them to I'm telling them to end to finish strong in round three because the judges just seem to be focusing on the last round. It was a, a, a weird, really, really weird like, one. It's so weird. It's like it's almost like you don't matter what you do, they're looking at round three and they're like, Oh, that guy looks better in round three. Let's give it to him. I don't, I'd love I'd love to see the actual cards scorecards i want to see a picture of it yeah they, <laughs> don't to, they, share should them. Have, they should have a camera looking down going like this is their scorecard or bruce buffer should fucking show them i don't know yeah don't they know should come up it. on screen or something it's 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 it's, it's a very very strange one but listen kyla phillips um you know a blemish on his record but listen it doesn't his stock doesn't go down we're still really excited to see him mm. uh, and i'm sure the commentators will be um will be as well Pete, the last fight then was TJ Dillashaw making his return after two years out of the cage against the number one contender in the bantamweight division, Corey Sandhagen. For me, it was really, really interesting exchange to start off with. TJ looked a bit more dominant with the ground positions, really, really good, uh, good groundwork. But in round two, Corey bust him open, big right hand. It was a great round from Corey. I thought it might be um, two all, maybe going into the last. TJ's cut was really, really bad, but still going forward like a fucking Spartan. And uh, it was a, a fantastic fight, like top top of the food chain bantamweights, really, really going at it. Um, mm. And uh, TJ got the win. I heard uh, Brendan Sharp talking about the fight, and he said, if you're looking at it as a sport, the way the sport is scored... TJ yeah. won the sport because he was controlling the, uh, and forward emotion, forward aggressive. If you're looking at it as a fight, Sandhagen won the fight because he fucked him up and was landing more of the damaged shots. What did, what yeah. do you think? Um, what did you think about the decision? First of all, I personally thought that Corey should have got the win. Uh, what what on, did you on, think on damage? Would you say on damage, or do you think he won the fifth round? I think I think he won. The, I think he won the fifth round. I think he did more damage overall. I think he was getting the better of the exchanges on the feet. I feel like TJ was clinching quite well with him. But if you're looking at who had the opportunities, um, who nearly got the fight stopped more, Corey was really, really fucking him up in my opinion. It just seems, yeah, it just seems strange that he lost. Yeah, the thing is though, he didn't know. He didn't. He didn't look as scary as what he has in the previous few fights mm. for me like against someone who's just coming back after like a two-year layoff or whatever he is and, and he wants to he's meant to be this newer like aggressive improved form of himself after the Aljamain fight mm. he didn't really I don't think he went for it enough in my opinion like mm. 
other fighters he's fucking knocking them out cold and just like they're dead and it's just like he's screaming like yes it's like but this it's like i suppose you've got a championship caliber guy in front of you yeah it's not just any fighter that's coming back it's tj dillashaw you know no but like if you are going to get to the top dillashaw ain't champion at the moment like fucking aljamain is and probably peter yan should be so it's like to get to their level it's like a guy that you lost to you got choked out to and a guy that's like a fucking little monster in there who's maybe better than TJ, you know, if you don't know yet, to mm. go in there and just sort of scoot around the outside of the cage and throw like counter shots and not really like TJ was the one pressing up, even if he was holding him against the cage and throwing little knees. And when he did get him down, he couldn't really do a lot. I suppose it's hard against like a lanky guy like that, but he was pressing the action even with the blood in his eye. It's like mm. the guy, the guy pretty much had one eye for like more than half the fight so if you can't have that killer instinct and put him away when he's got one eye then I thought TJ done enough to stay in the fight and the other the other thing about the damage was I, I sort of realised afterwards I thought to myself yeah you look at their faces he's fucking busted up but mm. he said that cut happened in camp or it's like a pre-existing cut so it's like just because he clipped him with his glove it was a good right hand but he like, didn't really hurt him he, just, he carried on coming forward just because you've opened up a pre-existing cut, I don't think that should decide, oh, you've done more damage. It's like, mm. fair enough if he'd punched him or kicked him and split his head open, and it's like, oh, fuck, like, he's proper fucked him up, but it's more like you've just opened up a cut that was there before. So it's And it just looks worse because there's so much blood running down his face. It's like, I wouldn't really score it on that. But No, that's fair. I don't, I don't know, I don't know. But, no. but, but, it, but it, well, I'm not saying it's like a robbery or nothing like that. I, um... I thought it could have gone either way. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have. Oh, if it had gone to Sandhagen, I wouldn't have been like, "Oh fuck that!" Like it would have been. I, I couldn't call it to be honest. But, yeah. Um, but he's not going to go away. He's going to get another top five guy. So it's like, and hopefully, like, I don't know what's happening with Aljamain and that because he's had that neck surgery, isn't he? So I don't know what what they're yeah. doing. I don't know. I don't know what's happening with with it. I know that obviously TJ now wants a, a title shot. Um, obviously, you got. Um, loads of other fighters in the bantamweight division sniffing around. Cody's who obviously still there. Who was that fucker who just beat my boy? Who beat that Barcelos guy? Yeah, he looked good as well. Um, who, I can't remember his fuck, name. What was his name? Um, uh, hang on, I might be able to find it on uh, Valiev, wasn't it? Oh, was it? A, it was a Dagestani guy, wasn't it? Or yeah, Valiev. Yeah. Yeah, Valiev. So yeah, so he, he, he listen. There's there's some absolute killers um in the, in that in that division uh, and TJ. Yeah, it's crazy. I just, just want to see just want to see the best fights like now. Like you don't want to wait. It's just like just fucking put it on next week. Just... Yeah, really. <laughs> Fuck your training camps and your recovery time. Let's yeah, go. Well, they should just they should do they should do two week training camps and get that get it. <laughs> do one round one round fights. No decision. <laughs> no no judges. Just one round fight. No time limit. Let's go. <laughs> Um, listen, really, really entertaining card. Really, really liked it. And then what I just wanted to do, Pete, is to just go through um, a bit, just a few call-outs from the Makachev card uh, and then just talk about what's coming up um, over the next couple of weeks as well. And then we'll let the listeners go. So just on the fight night, uh, which was the, the most recent card, uh, I'll just pick out um, a few. We had uh, uh, Lemos, uh, Amanda Lemos, who had a really, really good fight against Kaneho, bless her. She absolutely smashed it. Big right hand. Really, 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 really impressive from her. Uh, D-Rod as well. Daniel Rodriguez against Preston Parsons. Really, really big finish from D-Rod. He just looks more and more impressive um, every time we see him. Mm. 
Billy Corantillo against Gabriel Benitez, a really, really good fight. Billy Corantino with the non-stop pressure, landing really heavy shots and pretty much shattered his orbital. And then Billy Q got the stoppage on there as well. Um, Rodolfo Vieira, who we saw get choked out in his last fight um, from Anthony yeah. Hernandez. Um, he looked really, really good. Um, he actually looked good on, on his feet. He's known as a submission. He's still, he yeah, good. he paced himself a lot more, didn't he? Like really really good day yeah um looking much better on the feet there pace himself you're right wasn't rushing in uh takes um dustin stoltfus down and chokes him out really really good then pete we had an absolute surprise out of nowhere for this one we had gamro against jeremy stevens in the lightweight division oh fuck this was the one i missed yeah oh really yeah, 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 I remember the other fights, and then I think I went out. That was it, because I think that was the Sunday I went out with Slee, like early right. in the morning. Right. But yeah, yeah, I'll fucking watch that back again. Listen, unbelievable! Literally in under a minute, Gamrock gets him down, gets him, a, gets and sinks in a Kimura in under a minute on Jeremy. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, and he, he got up and he was like smiling at him. He's just like, oh, "You fucking got me." Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Dude, yeah, yeah. I think I watched. I must have watched that, and then just, I was probably still pissed. And then went out. <laughs> what, what do you think as, as, of that as, as a as a reaction to to losing it under a minute and getting up and reacting like that, Pete? What do, what do you what do you think about that? I suppose you'd react like that more with a submission, as long as you weren't injured. Otherwise, you'd be pissed. But if you just got caught, I suppose you'd be it'd be a weird experience because you're not hurt. You can get straight back in training camp. People look at it like, yeah, it was Stevens got submitted. He didn't get knocked out, so he's still got that fight in him. Do you know what I mean? He's not. He just got mm-hmm. caught by a better jujitsu guy, which yeah. can happen to any, which can happen to anyone. But, um, but yeah, I suppose he can. He could literally just get straight back into his training camp and be like, "Oh, Dana, I want to fight in a month's time." Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah. so I suppose he was just like, "Yeah, well done, mate." But he's, he knows he's still got some like decent money fights out there. I suppose he was fucking. <laughs> See, I, I couldn't remember whether he won or not because the other day he called out Connor. He was like, "Yeah, oh, that's the." He was like, "That's the fight to make." Like he's just lost and blah blah blah. And I, I'm a good stand-up fighter. I'm not going to threaten with takedowns. But he's like, "I've got good calf kicks, so he needs to watch out." It's like, mate, you think Connor's going <laughs> to give you a big money fight for fucking no reason. Does, right? he, does he know who you are yet as well? Does he even yeah, fucking yeah, know that, who you see, are? That, that, that's the only thing he's got on him. He could yeah. say the fucking, yeah, like, who the fuck is that guy? But yeah. you just lost, mate. Maybe yeah. he just won. But... Strange. It might be good for Connor getting back in the fucking W. That's, that's what I was thinking. If I was uh, John Kavanagh, I'd be like, let's pick a fucking right-handed striker and someone a bit lower down. Yeah. And let's just do like do, do the cowboy thing again and get a fucking win under our belt. But, yep. Yep. Um, but yeah. Poor old Stevens. Yes. Yeah. Just got caught. I guess he got caught. My, my reaction to that decision, obviously, I, I mean, it's like you debut. Was that a kid's debut? I thought it was debut, was it? Was he uh, been, that's I, a good question. I'm not sure. I've never, I, I've never, I've never seen him before personally. No, I didn't, rec- I didn't recognize the name when it came up. So, you know, still really, really impressive for me. Got in, especially to sink in a fucking Kimura as well. Like, yeah. just one of the... I know it's um, obviously a, a common submission, but it's, it's quite rare that you actually see him. So, listen, fantastic. And the last two fights of the car, Pete. Marilyn Renault retiring in the last fight against Misha Tate coming oh, back after yeah, five was, years out. Did you watch this one? Yeah, that was red up. Yeah. She looked, she looked fucking... How is Mad. she in better shape now after yeah. having a baby? 
than what she was in her prime. Like, I don't understand. What a strength and conditioning coach before must have been shit. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> she's like, she's like coming with all this shit. Like, she was talking it up before, like, oh, Misha take 2.0 and all this shit. And it's like, oh, okay, we'll see what happens. She was yeah. not lying, bruv. She looked phenomenal. No. Like, with especially she's more, she's more of a grappler and that, but like, yeah, her hands look wicked. Um, but yeah, it didn't look. To be honest, the photos that I've seen because I follow her on Instagram, the photos she's been putting up must be fucking good lighting because she didn't look to sh- she looked fucking weirdly shredded on her Instagram, like right. almost almost like a like a yeah like a bodybuilder. But you know when like the girls do the poses and stuff on stage and they're yeah. all like tanned up and you can see every little vein and muscle. She looked like that. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Fucking <laughs> hell, yeah. She she never looked like that, but she yeah she looked fucking wicked. Um, and she looks like motivated as well. So hopefully she keeps going to. I'd love to see her in some big fights again. It'd be right up. Me too. Yeah, she she looked phenomenal. Um, gets a TKO finish five years out, and then you know to come back with a bang like that, especially against a, a wily veteran like Renal. Fantastic. Where's, where's Ronda at? <laughs> fucking WWE, mate. Can making you, that. Can pee. you imagine if Ronda? Can you imagine if Ronda come back? That'd be <laughs> fucking massive. <laughs> fucking everyone up. Fucking everyone up. Um. All right, and then they finished off with Islam Makachev against Thiago Moises. Now, one point I really wanted to labour home was, <sighs> listen, Islam is not the most exciting fighter, okay? He's very Khabib-like in the way that he dominates people. However, I feel like if when you get KOs, it's like, right, let's talk about this fight. It was a KO. And then when it's a Makachev fight, people are like, okay, let's talk about Makachev's win. He ground it out and he got a submission or he ground it out and got the ground and pound. It's still... A, um, a, a win it's still an impressive performance yeah. and people need to start putting some respect on this kid's name man people are ducking him Pete what do you think about Makachev uh, probably <laughs> at the moment boring probably a bit no at the moment probably a bit of both like, I wouldn't want to fight him but like, fair, fair play to uh, Moises for stepping in yeah because uh, um, he's looked good lately and he looked he did look like a bit of, like like What's it called? Fucking fish out of water or whatever. Mm. Um, but I don't know. Like, I don't <clears throat> until he beats someone like top top, like championship contender level, then I'll start thinking he's as good as Khabib. But at the right. moment, I don't see him as he's getting better. He's obviously getting better. People don't want to fight him because of the grappling and stuff. But I want to see him in there with like a fucking monster, like a whatever, like against a Michael Chandler, someone like that, like yeah. fucking someone, someone who's a Dustin, someone who's going to like fucking put it on him and just not be worried about the takedown and stuff. But until we see that, um, but he almost looks like he's got, his stand-up's getting better to the point that maybe it's a little bit better than Khabib's. Mm-hmm. But mate, I, I doubt his, I doubt his grappling's on the level of Khabib's. Everyone can say it is, but I, I doubt it. If they fought, like Khabib would probably fucking beat him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah grappling. I agree. Yeah. Probably beats him in the gym and stuff, but like with with him gone, he probably maybe is like one of the best grapplers in the division. But still, like how would he get on against Oliveira? Like, yeah, like Chandler, stuff like that. Like would would he would he want to stand up with someone like Gaethje and shit? Like you, you don't know. So it's um I think the Dostanios fight would be interesting because look that looks like the one they're gonna make. Um but yeah, even that, even that, like Dostanios ain't the sort of fighter that he was when he was like champion but it'd be a good test that'd be a really good test because he's been champion or interim or whatever so it'd be a good test 
definitely. I, I'm excited to see him up against him. And, and again, no disrespect for Thiago Moises at all. Fair play to him for no. stepping up. And you're right, he has been looking red hot recently. Um, but yeah, he he just who was it? I, before, like, do you know what I mean, who was it before? Fucking Drew Dober. Do you know what I mean? It weren't. And if, like I know they tried to, they have to try and big up the fight. Like Rogan was like, no, Drew Dober's a beast. He's like, yeah. he's this and that. He's like, yeah, but he's not top three like championship level quality. So absolutely. Let's see what. Yeah, see, I don't know. Let's see what happens when he does. That. Like, I'm not being funny because I didn't really like him when he first came into the UFC. So obviously he was chatting a lot of shit. He was fucking obviously like calling Connor out and stuff. But yeah, Kamzat, Kamzat has impressed me more than Makachev. Right. Just because he can fucking one bang someone like, do you know what I mean? He's like a big jumps between weights. Like it'd, it'd be interesting what he comes back like after COVID. I've not heard nothing yet, but no, me neither. Interesting. I'd love yeah. for him. I'd love for him to be like, if he could get down to lightweight, be like, okay, Makachev, let's go. I smash you. Like, let's see what happens. <laughs> in. Let's see if we win two of them same sort of fighters. Say they're going to yeah. smash everyone. I think he's way together. too big. He's way too big for lightweight. Surely he's made. He's made. He's made welterweight, didn't he? He, yeah. he fought welterweight last year. Yeah, interesting. But yeah, he's, yeah, he probably is too big. Too big because he was fighting at middleweight as well. So yeah, really, really interesting to see what happens there. All right, Pete. This weekend uh, we've got Uriah Hall against Sean Strickland. Thoughts on that? Nice. Yeah, be interesting. I'm but excited. I wouldn't throw any leg kicks if I yeah, was. Fucking, yeah, bless him. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder how he's going to be mentally after that. You know what I mean? What Weidman? No, no, Uriah Hall. Oh, right. Oh, fucking probably feels like solid as a rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. go on, kick me, mate. See what happens. Yeah, yeah no, like, fair play. That's um, a good point. What, is there any, have you got it up? Is there any other good ones? I didn't have so we've got Uri Hall against Sean Strickland. Uh, I'm just trying to find some other names that we might know. Ryan Benoit's um, fighting Adeshev. Uh, we've got Brian Barbarina. He's on the card as well. Um, and then just going on to the prelims, not too many names sticking out. Kai Kamaka's fighting Danny Chavez, be a good one. Uh, Philip Rowe, Trevin Jones, Ronnie Lawrence, couple of names on there. Um, Chris Grootsmarker, who we've seen before against Rafa Garcia. So, listen, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of these cards just because, yeah, same, yeah, yeah. I just like you going here as like a neutral in it, like there's no yeah. emotion, it's just like hopefully there's some good fights, definitely, definitely. Any other wicked whispers, Pete, that you had? No, not really. It's been a bit only like they've announced the September in it, the welterweight fight. Mm-hmm. Madison Square Garden, isn't it? Usman and Kobe, right? Yeah. What do you think about that? <laughs> Who come out moaning? Someone was like, Is it Gilbert? No, oh, Wonderboy Thompson was like, What the fuck is this? He's like, He got his fucking jaw broke last time. He's just <laughs> like, Why is he getting a title shot? But who's he beat? He only, he only beat. Woodley, wasn't it, since? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't. I, I suppose he's had a win since then, but... Which yeah, is so I suppose, he, you know. Yeah, who else is out there, really? Well, wait. Just Burns, isn't it, really? Yeah, you don't really want to be doing that straight away again. Um, that was a worse loss than Colby's loss. So. And then, obviously, Mars Vidal has just been battered as well. I just feel like for Usman, it, I don't know. I don't know. I... It's an interesting I'm one. Think, I'm trying to think who's going to challenge him, unless Colby comes out and fucking puts something, puts a show on. Um, big boy fucking comes out, anyway. Where, where is he? I know where he needs to come back. What's going on? He needs to fucking come back and get in there. Don't know what's going on there. Um, all right, Pete. So um, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll get going. We've got the the following week, which we'll preview obviously on our next episode. Is the the interim title? Oh, it's, it's Cyril Garn. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, Cyril Garn against mm. um, 
against Derek Lewis in Houston as well. Um, which is obviously, uh, you know, going to be going to be very, very mad. But listen, we'll let the listeners go. We'll catch up again next week. Um, hopefully be in person, uh, time constraints uh, willing, and we'll be able to catch up and go through, um, hopefully, what's going to be a good uh, a good card this weekend. Yeah. All good. See you later. Great, mate.